If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. And I thought that there should be something that would be very innovative that set it apart. And so just kind of playing with the idea and came up with an idea that you could mix cereal and milk in a cup and carry it with you. Rob Lambert is the co-founder of Crunch Cup, a Southern California-based startup with an ingenious new product for which they're launching a Kickstarter campaign. Technically, Crunch Cup is the world's first portable cereal cup, but this is about a whole lot more than an imaginative way to carry your breakfast with you. Rob explained Crunch Cup during the grand opening of co-working space and innovation hub Toolbox LA in Chatsworth in early October. Rob, I got the distinct impression this is not the first time you've been an innovator. Where'd that innovative spirit come from with you? It usually started with my parents. My parents always left everything out there as possible, never held me back, always wanted to discover new things. So it started at a very young age, and when I was in the young teenage years, I would build things and play with wood and so forth. So it's been an ongoing thing my whole life. So this is just the culmination of many years of tinkering around. This culmination is something very cool. Rather than me talking about it, I'd love for you to tell me what Crunch Cup is. Well, Crunch Cup is an innovation that we came up with with my daughter. My daughter and I were sitting having a dinner and she was telling me she wanted to start up a cereal bar, which I had no idea what that was. And essentially what it is is you go to a restaurant or a small place and you get a bowl of cereal of choice and so forth. And I thought that there should be something that would be very innovative that set it apart. And so just kind of playing with the idea and came up with an idea that you could mix cereal and milk in a cup and carry it with you so that you weren't stuck with a bowl and a spoon. And this looks like something that's going to be pretty easy to clean and you're not going to have a big mess if you leave it in your car. You should be fine. Absolutely. It's a very simple product. It can be put together and put in the fridge and then grabbed in the morning so you can prepare everything ahead of time. And you can take it anywhere you go. Set it on the desk and then use it and, and enjoy it as you want to. But of course, what I'd like from you is the story of Crunch Cup. Once your daughter said that, once you came up with that idea, what were the next steps? The next steps were trying to create a prototype. And so what I did is I went to Goodwill and 99 cent store and started buying cups and cutting them up and cluzing them together and trying to make something that would work. And I have probably 40 failures in a <laughs> box. And they're always a reminder of kind of the whole journey of just the prototype in itself. And once I kind of got that design down, I presented it to Kevin, my, my co-founder. And he thought it was a very interesting idea. And I saw a little sparkle in his eye. And he thought, you know what? If you could really refine it down a little bit more, we might have something, which is what I did. Let's talk for just a minute, because we always talk about on this show how people succeeded. But what was a good failure that taught you and could teach other makers something really fast? Well, the good failure is, and this is, might sound kind of odd, is you have to be prepared to fail. If you're not prepared to fail, then you don't come up with anything really creative. I mean, you have to be able to take those risks. And that's usually the biggest thing, is being able to take risks and not be afraid of that. I mean, I get nervous and insecure just like everyone else. That's, that's not something that you lose. But just trying to problem solve. And the thing with the cup, when you look at the cup, it's a relatively simple device. It's not complicated. But what 
is complicated is starting. You know, simplicity is the most complicated process. I'm sure you know, like writing, you can write, but then you go through and you're always editing because we're so complicated creatures that we end up throwing a bunch of stuff out there and then you slowly peel away and get rid of everything and you kind of form its essence. And that's, that's what the cup really is, is just a long, you know, subtraction of everything. I am going to write that up on the wall of my study. Simplicity is the most complicated process because it's true. It's really hard to be simple. It is. And sometimes I do a lot of sketches or some formal mechanical drawings. And what's funny is I still draw on pencil and paper, so that's dating me. But every line I put on it is there for a reason. And once you draft it out, then you go back and you start realizing, oh, I don't need this and I can do that. So you, again, you begin to subtract everything out. And that, to me, is the key, is just being able to, to look at things and simplify. Which reminds me, when Kevin got a sparkle in his eye and said, let's refine this, what did you have to do next? Well, what we had to do is we had to really, really develop it. We had to keep trying our prototypes. And once we got those down to where it actually worked, then we had to redesign it. So in other words, form always follows function. So once you get the function down, then you start you know, figuring out all the logistics of it. You know, How much cereal does this thing hold? How much milk does it hold? Will everyone be satisfied when it's empty? You know, so there's a lot of those little measurements and so forth. And then we had, we hired a 3D modeler to actually take our ideas and then begin to model the, the ideas out. What would the next step after that? Now you have a nice little cup, you have a great model. Where are you going with it? Well, where we're going now is we're going to be launching a crowdfunding campaign this month of October, and we're hoping to validate this product. And if we can validate it and create enough funds, we will go right into manufacturing. We've already reached out to different manufacturers, and so we have some goals set. And if we can meet those goals, then we will go into manufacturing and hopefully move into retail. Where do people find out more about your Kickstarter? If you go to thecrunchcup.com, you can find out everything about the Crunch Cup. Thecrunchcup.com. Crunch Cup's 30-day Kickstarter campaign starts October 16th. And as Rob and Crunch Cup co-founder Kevin Meyer get their product funded, they're also giving back. There was one other thing that you were doing downstairs that I saw some information on. I'd really love to know more about. Since I've got a spoon on your nose and you're going to donate a meal, how's that work? That is correct. What you do is we want you to put a spoon on your nose and take a picture to hashtag spooning for hunger. And what we're doing is when you go to the website and you can enter your email, you'll go to a dashboard. And if you pre-register for a cup, you can refer other people through that site and you can earn yourself free shipping on our product. And we also will donate meals to No Kid Hungry is the organization. And we will be giving meals to that organization to not only help them along with their charitable donations, but also, you know, you can earn some points to get the free shipping and, and refer people. Exciting. Do we know yet what proportion of your proceeds go to No Kid Hungry? We will donate every meal for every referral. Wow. That sounds really generous to me. That's fantastic. Before we have to wrap up, what was one resource or one experience, other than learning that you must be prepared to fail, which sounds like a wonderful maker lesson to me, but what would be one resource or experience that you would want anybody else, if they're going to try to make something really cool, to know about? Well, one thing is we're here at Toolbox, 
which is the large uh, facility that has marketers and a lab and printers and all kinds of resources. And if they were to come here, you definitely would be around a lot of people that can help you to design, innovate, and even market your product. And that's why we're here today. In fact, I love Toolbox LA. This is the first time I've seen their new facility. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's nice. We've been here for about a year. We were here while they were still under construction. Now it's really cleaned up. They've had a lot of events here, and it's a great space. They have great tooling. They've got some wonderful people here that have so much knowledge. I mean, I couldn't have gotten this cup where it is today without the people that are in this facility. There's no way. You can't do it yourself. How did you first find out about Toolbox? Well, I found out from Toolbox from Kevin. We had an office that was down off Topanga Canyon, and for some unusual reason, it closed down abruptly. Something having to do with the person that was leasing the space. And we were scrambling to find another place. And he had told me that he'd come here. And I strangely had been by here and saw these signs, 3D printing or whatever. And I thought, well, I wonder if it's that space. And it was. Wow. So uh, we got a space here and it's, we've been here ever since. Kind of the times when the universe says, over there. It is, it is, and it's been very helpful. It's really nice. I mean, we've been able to facilitate pretty much all of our prototyping here, which has been nice. I do some prototyping in my shop. I haven't seen me because of convenience, because I'm at home, but, but all of our final prototypes have all been done here. And finally, the question I always ask at the end of a podcast, what would you really like if people can only get one thing from you about innovation, creativity, and making a difference? What would you like them to take away from you? Well, I think always making a difference. I mean, that's the thing that just when you were telling me, I got a little nervous, like, oh my gosh, it's a big question. But I think making a difference. I think that if everyone was to reach out and to try to make a difference in people's lives, I think, I think the world would be a, a very different place. Bob, thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You and I have been listening to Crunch Cup co-founder Rob Lambert. Check out Crunch Cup's Kickstarter campaign at thecrunchcup.com. That's the Crunch Cup. And as Rob says, if you balance a spoon on your nose and hashtag spooning for hunger, Crunch Cup will donate a meal to nonprofit No Kid Hungry. That's a great deal. And guess what? Even if you can't balance a spoon on your nose to save your life, like someone you know but whom we're not going to mention, they'll do it anyway. That's thecrunchcup.com. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to additional Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.